On today's episode of Benny and the Jet, we discuss the blockbuster Odell Beckham Jr. trade, along with other NFL free agent moves, the reveal of the March Madness bracket, and our favorite picks from the NCAA tournament. We also have an awesome interview with All-State Lacrosse player and Brown commit Devin McClain, where we discuss his year at IMG, how lax is life, and whether you truly need a mullet to be good at lacrosse. All right, Jet, let's get after it. Today is Monday, March 18th, and Ben, it has been one hell of a week. It has, especially... We've been talking about the Odell Beckham Jr. For Giants fans. Very tough week, to say to say the least. Um, I'm sure, as you guys know, Odell Beckham Jr., Giants, probably future All-Famer. Breaking news, Odell's traded. He's right. on the Browns. That's breaking news. No one knew that until today. It was, it was one of those nights where you, you can't sleep. Yeah, all right, so a little background here. Ben is a Giants fan. I'm a Viking fan. I, I didn't feel the same way. I'm just going to give a little background here. Sure. So we've been kind of messing. Me and John have been messing with you a little bit you know, about this uh, Odell rumors. And the rumors have been circulating, but, you know, there was nothing, no substance to it until, what was it, Saturday? I don't even know. When, when was it? I was, uh, I believe it was a Thursday. Or it was something. a Thursday night. Until that Thursday night. And when that, you just that, get the text. Geez. It's like... Odell Beckham Jr. Let, let me to actually tell you how it happened. So, oh yeah, no, I'm gonna give you the floor here. We're gonna get, we're gonna get you time to, to vet here because okay. like you definitely deserve I, I, it. Yeah, let let the fans know how you felt and how you feel now. Yeah, a lot of people have wanted to hear this take because you know being a big Giants fan, it was a very upsetting night and it wasn't something that I was gonna get through in a day. You know. Yep. It's like it's like losing a family member. Wow. Yes. A family member. Odell Beckham, he was your part, grandma. He was your part, grandma. Grandma, was part of all just, of our hearts. Just died. You know, so I'm sitting at my kitchen table. I'm banging out homework. Got it. Possibly physics homework. Possibly. Drawing some FBDs. My, Classic FBDs. My phone is buzzing. Sounding like a beehive. <laughs> a beehive. I'm like, all right. Swarm of hyenas in the form of bees. Buzz. So I'm like, let me check my phone, right? Assuming it's just gonna be random text. Yep. I see check ESPN. I go to the app. Little little jitters. Okay. Breaking news, Odell Beckham Jr. has been traded to Cleveland. And as soon as I read those words, I put my hands on my head, just seeped into a deep sea of sadness, and I probably stared at the wall for maybe 20 minutes. You were depressed. I was- You were depressed. You I had was in an impression. unfortunate state. And that anger and confusion within my head it's clearly visible, as I'm sure most of you saw. Um, it was on the Instagram story. It was on the Snapchat story. You know, we'll put that in too. We'll put we'll, we'll put, put it in, in so that you guys can can hear the audio and, and see how depressed Ben was. Right. <laughs> Fuck! That was 100% an authentic representation of what was going on in my head. And for those, got to be a role model. Don't use those. 
those uh, the profanity I used in that video. All right, I want to get that off here for all the kids that look up to me out there. You know, it was tough, millions of fans that we have. There. I mean, yeah. So on a serious note here, though, yeah, this trade was an emotional roller coaster. Okay, right. It went from what is this team doing? They ruined football for the next four years for me. To you know, maybe they got a plan. Maybe there's something we could we could get out of here. So you ha- you happen to spin zone it. Because in my opinion, there is zero way to spin zone. I think the biggest thing for Big Blue Nation to understand here is that an Odell Beckham trade was inevitable. We look back to last year, even possibly the year before. There's been rumors that the Giants have been trying to trade Odell. And for all you Giants fans that completely put this on Gettleman's back, cut the shit, all right? Cut the shit, man. Let me tell you right now, you can't put that on Gettleman 100% guaranteed that it's not only his decision. There's people in Giants management, head office, that are helping make the decision. And, you know, no one really needed a crystal ball to see that there was beef between Odell and management the whole time through. Like, there's always been talks like that. And, I mean, I think the biggest thing, yeah, you know, we're going to be pissed about losing Odell. He's such an exciting player. We're going to miss watching him hit them folks in the end zone dancing every single weekend. But, look, it happened. You gotta understand that that's something that we weren't gonna be able to escape. But I think the bigger picture here is that it was addition by subtraction. That's what that's what Gettleman called it. Addition right, by right. subtraction. Because you're gonna trust the guy that let Landon Collins, Olivier Vernon, and Odell go. Right. So what he said about sense. what he said about Land, letting Landon Collins away is you're gonna pay that guy twelve to thirteen million a year. And he was such a big Jabril Peppers guy, he wanted to draft him in Carolina. That sucks. So So he said um, he's still on his rookie contract, let me pay Jabril. One mil a year, instead of paying Landon Collins, and he actually Pro Football Focus had Jabril better than Landon Collins last year. So kind of going back to this, going back to this Odell trade, which you know I hate talking about. Yeah. But I gotta press Ben here. Yeah. So we kind of touched about it. They were trying to. They were always fielding offers for Odell. Right. And now that he had such a big contract, that was gonna lower you know what people would get for him because they had to, they had to have that whole contract that they had to pay off. So, I understand that Giant fans have such a hard time dealing with this divorce between Odell and the Giants. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you got to look at the positives here as well. We had Jabril Peppers, who's a rising star in the league. No, he's not. He has the capability to blow up the play in the right scheme. A 17th overall pick and a third rounder. And a lot of people don't really... It's a 17th overall pick. You're giving away Odell. Gettleman, he, he, I mean, I hate to say because a lot of people are on his side right now, but he's a great drafter. Right. He's I been mean, he's been known to be a great drafter. So Giants fans, yes, we love Odell, okay? And it's going to be hard without him because we love him so much. But I mean, you just got to it happened, okay? You got to deal with it. I mean, Gettleman's he's cre- kind of creating this new dynamic in New York and we're going to have to live with it. And the thing is here, if you're not willing to ride this process with the Giants, then you're not a Giants fan. You go wear a Browns uniform. You know, go be a Patriots fan. Go be a Rams fan because if go off, baby. If you're not willing to understand what the Giants are trying to do here, start new. Then you're not a Giants fan. You shouldn't be rooting on for the New York Football Giants every Sunday in East Rutherford. That's just that's not what we're about here. Hey man, so. it takes honor to be a New York Giants. So look, man. Odell, we miss you. We love you. And Giants fans, we really got to embrace this ride that we're on because it's a new age, and I'm excited. Jabril, whoever we draft 17th, I mean. Honestly, like I said, it's hard to see Odell go, but it's a new age for Giants fans. And although it was a depressing couple of days, you know, after thinking about it a lot, I think there there's definitely a bright spot we can get out from here. 
Nice. All right, that feel good? I def- bent there, bent there a little bit. I definitely that was like a therapy that. session right there. It, honestly, I feel very great right now. Yeah, I, I mean, go run a five k mile. So my thoughts on the spin zone. That was just quite possibly one of the biggest spin zones that I just have no idea where you went with it. The fact that Gettleman's a good GM, right? I mean, that makes sense, right? I'm, it makes I'm a ton not, of sense. Le- letting go probably three of the most talented players on his roster, you gotta, right? You gotta trust the plan, dude. In, in Landon Collins and Odell, they have $28 million of dead money. Right, I mean, that makes sense. Love to see it. I just if you're going to trade Odell, why in the hell would you ever sign him to a contract? What? Why would you ever do it? I mean, I'm That's not, Gettleman just being stupid. That's Gettleman sucking at his job. That's Gettleman being a horrible GM, and the only reason he got the job was because freaking Ernie Corsay is in the management of the New York Giants. Well, they weren't. And they're best buds. They weren't originally trying to trade him when they signed him. He, yes, they were. You just well, said it. No, yeah, but he was saying we're not going to trade. We're not signing him to trade him. And apparently, in his right. interview, I mean, because that's that's not what. But happened, in his interview, right? he said things change. I mean, he said it's a business. He wasn't he wasn't calling people trying to trade him. He said, "Well, listen, offers." He said, "The one thing in a business is you don't want to be the guy trying to give him away." So that's why he was he was fielding offers. I still he still gave him away though, Ben. He did, but I mean, like you got to spin zone it in some way because you can't. Just, but do you have to spin zone? I think it was just the one of the worst deals like the Giants could possibly make for the You can't say that right until they draft. Okay, all right. That's the only the only spin zone you have right now is it's that just, the draft is coming up. That's the only spin and, zone you have. And it's not it's not like I'm saying Odell's a bad player and it's No, no, I understand that. I'm just saying like in terms of the I think the Giants have probably the worst roster in the NFL right now. That's like, not that's not true. Being, all right, who would who would you put as the worst roster in the NFL? Um probably the Cardinals. Okay. All right, I'll give you that. Top three. Top three. The Giants still have like legitimate players. Like who? So they got Zeitler. He's good. Zeitler's good. Zeitler's good. Um, probably the best running back of all time, Saquon Barkley. Okay. All right, Saquon. So you have Saquon and Zeitler. Sterling Shepard's a solid player. Jamil yep. Peppers, the future. Janoris Jenkins, he's solid. Um, Alex oh, Ogletree. A whole lot solid there. Same yeah. with the car. Everyone in the NFL is solid. Give me some solid. I'm happy. They're gonna go three and thirteen next year. It's tank for two at time. Unless they like if, if they draft a quarterback in this year's draft, what they did with Odell might go down as the stupidest move in NFL history. Stupidest move in NFL history. If you're gonna if you're going to draft a quarterback to get him on a rookie deal, on a rookie deal, that's the best time to build around him. Trading away quite possibly the best asset in the NFL in Odell Beckham Jr. at the wide receiver position. He's a stud. He's one of the only receivers in the NFL that, that can take an, a, a slant 90, 95 yards to the house. But there's so much more to it. Like, oh, the cow! He's, he's top three receiver in the NFL, hands down. Yeah. I, I think he's the best receiver in the I'm NFL. I'm agreeing with you there, but it's like the Giants, like they knew that they weren't, like it wasn't going to work out like they expected. Like they weren't going to just randomly draft a quarterback and win a Super Bowl with Odell. Like they, they both were having conflicts the whole time and they, they had to kind of... They had to get rid of him. Okay, so if you get rid of him, you can't draft a quarterback in this year's draft. You can't. You can. No, you can't. You can. Because they're going to throw him into the fire, unless they think Eli Manning is going to somehow what win. What they're doing, but that's seven. Say, look, say they draft uh, Rashawn Gary, say they draft Rashawn Gary 6th. Okay. And say they draft a receiver 17th. Say they draft... A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Okay. The, yeah, okay. One All of right. those guys. Yeah. Or... Say they say they draft a quarterback. Say they draft. Yeah. Drew, say somehow Drew Locks there at seventeen. They signed Golden Tate. Be stupid. 
they did sign Golden Tate. It's like they're not. It's not like they're giving up. I forgot to say Golden Tate on the roster. It's not like they're giving up. They're just kind of like switching things up. Like they lo- they're losing Odell, but they're still like Gettleman was saying. It's not like they're like they're still looking to win games next year. It's not. People are saying it's a full rebuild. No, it's a full rebuild. It's not a full it rebuild. It is a full. If you're starting Eli Manning at quarterback next year, it's a freaking full rebuild. Eli Manning is the worst starting quarterback in the NFL right now. He sucks. I. He sucks. I guarantee you the Giants go... You said 3-13? and 13? Yeah. It's terrible. It's a terrible... Fine, game. let's bet on it. Okay. Let's put something on it right now. Mindawaskin. Mindawaskin. Jumping in Mindawaskin. Yes. I mean, it's going to be a long time until that That's bet That's a long hits, time. That's going to be in February, Giants, too. Giants Give me something bad. else. Give me something else. I'm willing to do a lot, though. Like, there is another, no another. way... Over, under, 3.5 wins. We're setting the line at 3.5. Oh, so now you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Over. I'm saying the under. So what are we going to put on it? What do you want to put on it? I want to put something big on it. Something big. Something huge. Think of something. I'll I'll do... I will jump in an ocean. I'll jump in an ocean. Bro, we love jumping in oceans. But in February. I will jump in an ocean in February if the Giants win more than four games. So So if we're betting... This is the jump in the ocean bet. The polar plunge. The polar plunge. The polar bear plunge. Betting the jet polar plunge. So if the Giants in 2019 win more than four games, I will jump in the ocean. If the Giants in 2014 in 2019 lose more than or win more than less than, holy shit! If the Giants win less than th- uh, four games, mm-hmm. you will jump in the ocean. All right, better get a new bathing suit. All right, fine. You too. That is. I mean, wow. we're going in together? Let's freaking go. <laughs> if it's, what if it's at, oh, no, the line's at three and a half. Yeah, okay. No, okay. All right, so. There you wow. go. You're still. Jets going in the ocean. All right, so. You're completely. One more, one more thought on the Odell thing. Okay. I feel like people always overvalue picks, right? They do. So, if you're getting a first and a third, everyone looks at like, oh, okay, like, a first, a first round pick is, is amazing. He can be a future cornerstone, but the amount of times that it doesn't work out is extremely high too like you could be you could be drafting like a solid guy you're not going to get odell but the likelihood that you're going to get a a player of odell beckham jr's caliber at 17 is extremely low or in the third round is extremely low put it at like five percent he's one of the best athletic best athletic most athletic players in the nfl right now he's just a physical specimen right you're not going to find him anywhere else. You're not wrong. Right? Yeah. Why are you trying to get... Like, everyone Everyone thinks that this first-round pick is some, like, magical... They're going to pull it out of their ass and they're going to get, like, two, like, Hall of Famers. That's not going to happen. You're not going to find another Odell Beckham Jr. at 17. I'm sorry to tell you, uh, Giants fans. Gettleman is a shitty GM. You guys just... I don't want I can't say that. But you guys just absolutely screwed up your entire franchise the the entire like why draft saquon too why draft saquon at two if, if you're gonna rebuild please if you're gonna rebuild why draft saquon at two what do you mean you're gonna have to pay by the time the giants are relevant in the nfl again they're gonna have to pay they're gonna have to pay him probably the most the most That's money how it in the works. like how well are you gonna if you don't have draft picks how else are you gonna create the team you're saying you're not going to get another Odell with 17. That's how shit works. You draft good players and you get Odells. You're not going to find another Odell, though. Why not? That's what Why I'm not? saying. Why not? Because Odells don't grow on trees, man. Odell is a top three receiver in the NFL. You're not going to find an Odell at 17. 
You're not going to find an, a, a caliber player at at 17 like that. You could. A Hall of Famer, a, a top three receiver in the NFL. You think you could find a player that is in the top 5%, 5%, Boston, 5% at their position at 17? You think You think so? Well, I think it's not just about finding the best receiver. They're going to try to find. No, I'm not just saying receiver. I'm saying like all yeah. positions. Yeah. You I think? You think? Yes, that's just how the draft works. You draft guys and they become the best players in the league. You draft. Like, it doesn't guy. happen overnight. Like it's not like. I'm not saying it's happening overnight. Yeah, they're not going to have another Odell on their team on by next year, but like, for the sake of what the Giants are trying to do, like if they're not going to have Odell, you, you, you have to get picks. Odell also brings just an enormous swag factor that the Giants will not be able to replace. Probably never be able to replace. Well, I mean, honestly. Saquon has it too, but... Saquon has a swag factor, not as much as Odell. It's it's something. It's, it's yeah, I mean, you're, you're definitely going to have to You're bringing back the feelings. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're bringing, I'm bringing out Depressed Ben. Yeah, depressed Ben's one of the wake, funniest Ben's, though. though. The Depressed Jet is not Oh, not yeah, the no, you don't want to be around Depressed Jet. When the Vikings lose, Depressed Jet it's, comes it's out of just the box. Like a, it's like a punch in the gut, just waking up. Looking at my right on my wall and just having a big poster of Odell catching catching that one in to catch over yeah, the Empire State. Or the picture right there behind us right now. Or the signed picture of Odell behind us to the left. Yeah. But Odell, we wish you the best. You know, you're gonna be all famer. Not a, a lot of people are saying Super Bowl champs. Not there yet. Browns. Possibly in the future. Not there right, next let's, year. Let's definitely talk about that though. Where where do we stand on the Browns right now and their outlook? I like they. It's all on paper. Yeah, obviously, and and I think no. Sport tarnishes paper teams more than the NFL. Like the the Golden State Warriors, we're watching them right now. But the Golden State Warriors, you could put together a, a, a superstar team in, in basketball, and it'd be so much easier than putting a superstar team on paper right. in football. Mm-hmm. Just because when the pads are out there, man, you never know. You never know what's going on, man. There's so a lot, of, a lot of bodies up on paper. The Browns are clearly the owners of the AFC North right yeah. now. Yeah, I, I clearly. Think- they're not Super Bowl caliber, though. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think it takes at least a year, especially with, you know, Freddie Kitchens' new head coach. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take at least a year. I, I do think they're going to make the playoffs, though, this year. I agree. I think I think they will win the AFC North. Because I think the, the AFC Steelers, North is Steelers ridiculously bad right now. Steelers are corrupt. Yep. I mean, the Falcons, like, yeah. The Falcons Jackson, are in NFC, but close. Those are the Ravens. Oh, Ravens. That's what I meant. Sorry. Both birds. Both birds. I love birds here. <laughs> What bird was Whoa, that? That's uh, that a that was gold, a cardinal. Goldfinch. Yeah, is that that's a bird? a bird too. I think so. Might be. Might be. Goldfish. Gold. Goldfish. Goldfish is not a bird. It's a fish. Snack, snack that smiles back. Goldfish. Talk about goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I do think the Browns are gonna make the playoffs. Uh, anything else? I mean, they're out. I think in two years they're gonna be a Hall of Fame caliber team. I think it's gonna be like Jacksonville. Like Jacksonville sucked for. About 10 years, and obviously they didn't have a great year last year, but I think that's mostly on the shoulder of Bortles, but I still think that the Bortles... Bortles just got, uh, Bortles, just got signed by years. the Rams, so good for him. Good for Bortles. Nice coming He's on, the boat. Coming on here, Stan. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, he, lo- he loves to come on podcasts, so... Big podcast guy. I would, I would love to get Blake on. All right, let's step away from the Browns for a second. Yeah. Uh, who's the best team in New York? Now with the Le'Veon Bell signing, uh, I, I mean, I obviously, I think the Giants are going to win three games next year, so I think... Not, not talking about the Giants, specifically the Jets. How good are the Jets? How good are the Jets? I think people are still overhyping them a little bit. I think they're going to be middle of the pack AFC. I don't think that... 
they're going to be as good as people think they're going to be. I don't think there's too high expectations right now around. Right. It's kind of just like. It's just a, a, a good amount of solid right yeah. now. Yeah. It's all about if Donald's going to take that next step, too. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think it's possible. I don't I don't see him as being this guy that's going to take over the NFL, though. Like, people, like some people do. Who, Donald? Yeah. I see him as a solid top 14, like, maybe a little worse than Kirk Cousins. People wow. are going to hate that comment. Wow. But I, I already hate that comment. Do you not, think Kirk Cousins is worse than Sam Donald? Yes. You think you I, think I, Sam I, Donald I actually, is I, better I, than Kirk Cousins right now? I hate to say it, but... That is I absurd. Mean, Jets, Jets, I hate, I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy right now. Jets are going in the right direction. Kirk Cousins is a big... T- I, I want to say that so bad, but... <laughs> Kirk Cousins... He's the least intimidating quarterback in the NFL. I don't know why we're going off a tangent about Kirk Cousins right now, but he's the worst. He's the least intimidating quarterback in the yeah. NFL. A lot of voice cracks, too. A lot of voice cracks, too. Especially when he's making pregame speeches. He <laughs> thinks he's like. Anyway, give give Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell, and honestly, I think they're gonna they're gonna make some stuff happen. I think, not, I think they're, they're gonna win the division like because seven they are games. unfortunately in the same division as the Patriots. Yep. Which uh, that's gonna. Gonna bite them. It's gonna hurt him for the next Definitely couple years. Definitely hurt him. Don't, um, don't I think, I think they're gonna win seven or eight games though this year. I think they're gonna be a lot of solid. Anthony Barr totally spurned them. Shout out Anthony you Barr. Did. Love to see it. You Coming back from Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, we have no cap right now, which sucks. And Rob Brzezinski. Did you ever get a kicker? No, we still don't have a kicker. We're probably gonna draft a kicker, but we have like negative. That's gonna work. We have, I think we have $2 million in cap space right now, and we have to sign free agent, or uh, draft, like, we have, for the, the draft signings are going to take up $3 million in cap space. So we need to get rid of at so least a million. You're yeah, we're, we are bankrupt right now. Skull bikes, love to see it. No, million percent rather be a Viking fan. But, um, yeah, well, I mean, obviously I think the Jets are New York's team right now. Right now, yeah. Yeah. Jets Giants. How we'll be there? Well, we will be there. But um, what do you think of the Le'Veon signing right now? Right now. Right now. Putting that with Osemele, is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah. Alexi Osemele. I was going to say Osemele, but Osemele. He's a he's, he's a top five guard in the NFL. He's awesome. He I'm, is awesome. I'm a big Kalechi guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Power on. I speed. mean, Le'Veon is just he's a game changer. He is a game changer. Like you put. And that's all a rookie quarterback needs. Mm-hmm. You need that guy, you know, that can that can help you out. And I don't really know. They signed Crowder, but their receiving core. I don't know if it's still Anderson, Robbie Anderson, and um, is Kirst still there? A new one's there, I believe. Kirst might still be there. They might have cut Kirst. I know they got oh, a new okay. one though. Um, but yeah, they just signed an extension. The defense, you know, they got Mosley running the middle now. Mosley's a stud, by the way. They're putting, they're stud. getting the players, and I, I feel like their defense is. They always have a. Good defense. Solid they always have defense. a solid yeah, defense. Especially, like, Jamal Adams is, is probably the best safety in yeah. the NFL. I mean, I'm really, like, they're clearly going in the right direction here, which is the process that the Giants are about to take, except right, they are, they're right. starting the Saquon, so that's... Makes a, sense. That's fun, but, I mean, new coach, Case, um, he's a robot. He's a robot. He's wild, dude. He's crazy, He dude. is wild. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you'd lo- any team would love to have Le'Veon, you know? He's one yeah. of those guys, like... All right, let me, let me rephrase... He is a rapper. He's got a lot of swag, too. Talk about Odell swag. Le'Veon's got swag, too. Yes. One more question, though. Okay. When is Le'Veon going to ask for more money? I mean, he turned down 14.5 mil from the Steelers on another franchise tag, Uh, which is why he sat out this year. 
and he's only getting what? What was he getting? Twelve and a half? Yeah, not a lot. Look it up. Honestly, he's a big money guy, but the fact that he signed this contract, I'm gonna say no time soon. No time soon. Yeah. Okay. So I think he's completely focused on that's more of a joke. The Jet, the Jets, like where they're going, mm. trying to win games. Yeah, I mean, he's getting more guaranteed money with the Jets right now, and I, th- I think that's more, more important for the running back position because you you never know when these guys are going to grow old and, and get cut. Especially Le'Veon's, you know, turning the corner on thirty right now, or obviously like, coming up. So he's he's growing older. Um, I still love the signing. I think yeah. anytime you you get that kind of explosiveness in, in the backfield is, is it's awesome. This free agency has just been some like it's wild. some Madden trades. Exactly, yeah. You know, I mean, I'm gonna have to, definitely going to have to get Madden 20 though and just just get the new updated rosters because yeah. that's a must. You do you, man. Yeah, so that was our breakdown of free agency. A lot of Odell stuff there. Uh, March Madness. March Madness bracket just released yesterday. Let's go, baby. Best time of the year. It is the best time of the year. I love this, like, going to school at 1240 in health class You completely, completely take the knee in class. Oh, yeah. You take, a mental, take a mental knee. Put it on your lap. Not Look. even the lap. Sometimes I just do the binder. I just send it. Wow. I'm bold. That's, that's so, good for you. Thank you. Really appreciate it. I might try that out this year. Yeah. So I think we're going to talk about it on the other side of the interview, what our, our Ben's bet and Tills' takes are for March Madness. Mm-hmm. Just, it's the best time of the year. Like, no other way to describe it. It's madness. That's great. Great description. I think I might have. Madness. March Madness. Did I just come up with it? Shit. You might have. Let's go. Um, Yeah, I mean, other than that, we'll we'll talk about, we'll go really in-depth on the other side of this interview. Oh, yeah. Get ready. Um, If you want to recap the tourneys a little bit, uh, we got the Big East tourney. Seton Hall, no big deal. Beat, Beat Marquette. Uh, Tills takes over Ben's bets. No big deal. Just wanted to throw that in there before we get to the it's, interview. It's really not a big deal. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of a big deal, actually. But we have an interview with All-State Lacrosse player Devin McClain coming up. He's committed to Brown. Talk about a lot of, a lot hell of fun. Hell of, hell of a kid. Talk about a lot of fun stuff. He's going to break the points record for Westfield. He's, there was He was telling us, like, gonna break hella records oh, this yeah. year there's a list there is a there's a list five page dbq of the amount of records that Devin mcclain's gonna break yeah so Fun. that's big a lot of lax a lot of lax is life is lax it's life that's what it's he's a mentality so um let's get to the interview all right here he is Devin mcclain All right, we now welcome on two-time county final MVP, future Westfield points leader, and the first player ever in Westfield High School history to record 100 goals and 100 assists, Devin McLean. He's also going to Brown University, so. Great to be here, Benny and the guy. <laughs> yeah. great, great to have you on, man. So let's get into the first question here. This is kind of, you know, this phrase goes around town. Everyone's heard it. Is lax life? That, that is true. Lax is life, and Jet can attest to that. I mean, I mean lax is lax is it's a mentality. What else? Right. Would it be? It's it's life. Life is lax. Is it the sport of the future? I think so. <laughs> I mean, fastest growing sport in the world. Fastest growing sport in America. It also fastest sport on two feet. Isn't one of the oldest too? Isn't that? I mean, it's creators game. So it's the creators game. It's the creators game. Is that, that what they say? Give us the give us the history of lacrosse right here. <laughs> yeah. Quick synopsis. <laughs> Quick synopsis. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <history's> tough. <laughs> but I mean. I feel like one of the things for lacrosse is like you gotta have a mullet. So like, if that you is, don't have a mullet, like, can you be good at the sport? 
I mean, look at Jet and you'll find <laughs> <laughs> There we go. I mean, clearly I don't have a mullet, so I suck at lacrosse. That is a there fact. Go do the mental math. There but we go. Next Friday, Not even mental math. It's Friday just like, it's a visual. That, next Friday when he get that, gets that mullet. Uh, right. Game is that, I mean, so I'll be good now. I'll be that, good? Okay. So once I get a mullet, I'll be good. Is that scheduled next I don't know. I don't really want to change my hair. My hair is, it's better It's better than a buzz cut, so. next Friday. Mohawks and mullets. I'd usually get Jet to just dye his hair. Like, just bleach it? Bleach it. Should I just go, no. Should I just go, like, blue? Blue hair? I'm down. I mean, I'm down, too. Shave the eyebrows? Yeah, I'm down, too. Oh, that would be a look. You down? I'm down. Whole team shaves their eyebrows? Captain shave. I don't know about the whole team, but. Only Jet? Jet. I mean. Are you down? I don't know. Not really down. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll get the mullet and then you'll be good. Okay, so all right, so you are a reclass. You went to IMG. Mm -hmm. Take us through that that year at IMG. Like, why did you why did you decide you wanted to go there? When did you decide like you wanted to reclass and just dominate the sport of lacrosse? So. When I was in eighth grade, my first time, first eighth grade. <laughs> first eighth grade. Um, I tore my meniscus and broke my leg. And back then the recruiting process for lacrosse was so early and they'd be recruiting eighth graders and rising freshmen. So I figured I would be missing out on a lot of that. And it was just a good opportunity that came about to go to IMG. Mm. I went with my good friend, Matthew Angelo. Um, so we headed down to Bradenton, Florida, and suited up for the Ascenders. Wow, <laughs> that's the, that's that, the that's nickname of IMG. Yeah, the, IMG. the Ascenders. IMG Academy Ascenders. What like what's an ascender? Yeah, not really sure. You someone that know. someone that just ascends. Ascense. Someone that just goes up the ranks. So basically, they're saying they're just, better than you. Wow, oh, they that's symbolic. Wow, is IMG like a college? I feel like when you go there, it's like a straight up. It's got like a. I feel like it has a campus. It's bigger than Delhorn, like, yeah, right? For sure. No doubt. It's 500 acres. Oh, there. man. Jeez. World-class athletes there. So you got pools? Experience. Pools? Yeah. Oh, 100%. It's Florida. Right. You ever meet Tiger Woods there? I have not met Tiger Woods there. Not, See, like, we... I've never reached Pope, though. Really? Yeah. At IMG? Yeah. See, I told you. Like, yeah. so... Cam Newton. Really? Really? They always... All those athletes train down there. So, like, they train at IMG and, like, you, like, get to see them? Mm -hmm. Wow. Right in the same gym as you. So, you're just, you're pumping iron with Cam Newton. Just, just bam, bam, bam. In the bench, you know? Cross team did a workout with um, Maria Sharapova. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. She fit? Ball workout. Really? She's definitely fit. She's in shape. She's, She's in shape. Good for her. What was the coolest thing about IMG? Coolest thing, I'd say, probably being with, like, so many different types of athletes and different types of people to learn from so i mean when i was there the quarterback was deandre francois the mm-hmm. florida state, florida state. Quarterback. wait so is that like is it like is eighth grade a part of you you went there for eighth grade right yeah so is eighth grade like a part of the whole school or is oh, it like yeah. individual grades have like individual no, yeah, like sections it's all, it's it's all combined really, okay yeah. it's a family k through 12 <laughs> K through twelve, really. They're sending they're sending their, their oh, kindergartners to IMG kids? Academy they're just, they're here, just man. Lifting, the ascenders. Just uh, oh, like squatting four fifty. Like you get Germans and all these people from European countries. It's just a it's a melting pot. Yeah. It's a melting pot. They send their kids there in kindergarten to go get trained by like a, a coach. By Cam Newton. And they, they <laughs> it's mostly for tennis where they're the only sport they can do. Are they tennis. nasty at tennis? And they you see like little kindergartners running around like playing tennis Damn. all day. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
So what was it like to be like in a completely different grade when you got back to Westfield? That was definitely a big change, I think. Like at first it was pretty hard because I came in and I actually tore my ACL, unfortunately, coming yeah, in. Yeah, it's definitely year. unfortunate. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I I was coming in with a torn ACL, so I couldn't play football or another sport to like meet kids. Um, Could just be then, the stud football player that you became. Um, oh, yeah. But then I guess like soon enough, like I started to meet kids and hang out with everyone. And I think people thought I was like some some type of. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Um, you you can you can curse. No, I'm just kind of like I know it. Had some like preconceived notions yeah. about me, like just because I was. You're too cool for school. Like yeah, you know, lax yeah. like lax. Lax is life. Um, you know? Lax is life. It's a mentality. It's a brand. But everything worked it's out. I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. So. So when you came back to Westfield, was you the first attackman yeah, to so start what was as it? a freshman? Like you, you were the first uh, attackman to start as a freshman, like varsity. all all games as a freshman. Yeah, I don't think like no one else has done that. I'm pretty sure. So I would like, I mean, just coming back, like you you knew you were gonna get that spot. Like how'd that kind of um, how'd that play out? You know, I mean, I kind of just put my head down and grinded. Like I I really didn't think. That's I was mentality right there. That's Lax's life. life. Gruden really grinder right here. Get the spot or not. There were a bunch of good kids competing for it. Yeah. Um, but it worked out, and I got to play with James Bollinger for a year, which was great to learn from him. Mm-hmm. So we had a great team that year. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so everyone has kind of unique experiences, right? And I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, but uh, this is just a question that we ask everyone. You know, it's it's a pretty pretty universally sound right. topic. It's common. Yeah, it's very common. So uh, have you ever had an interaction with someone where they laugh so hard that they threw up? <laughs> um, you know, funny that you say that. One time I was driving my Patriot carpool home, uh, and um, Jet happened to be in the car. <laughs> and I'm so, I love this story, dude. Was watching a video of... What was it? Uh, it was... <laughs> Just a video. It's just a video. In his driveway. No, 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 no. I think it was like Cam. Didn't Cam like show it in the back or so? Like I, I, yeah, something like that. Like I have, I guess Cam. Cam's in the front seat. I'm driving. We're pulled over in Priscilla Lane. Okay. We got the video playing on the dashboard. Funny video. Oh yeah. Okay. Next thing you know, like Jet just starts coughing up (laughs) his. Burger, Burger King. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wasn't there a, a blue right, Powerade yeah, so as well? What I what I had was it was a blue Powerade and an Oreo milkshake. That is true. That's yeah. a combo, right? Dynamic duo. Oreo that's a that's a we all got the Oreo milkshake. I was like, you know what? I gotta replenish the fuel, the fluids. Gotta go with also a blue Powerade. Came back to bite me. Uh, that's that's ultimately what happened. Throws up everywhere. Blue is all over it was, the backseat of my car. And on top of this, it was mid. It was finals week. Oh, oh yeah. So we were oh, I had a Spanish final the next day, but this is till you helped out, cleaned up, and we were all yeah. set. I, mean, I feel like it's a pretty normal thing. Yeah, no, know? it's definitely a common Especially thing. Especially when, you, when you're downing Oreo milkshakes and blue power. Exactly. It's, it's like definitely a very common thing. You kind of expect that to happen, yeah. in, in a sense. Definitely. Um, That's why I said, like, we ask every everyone. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's a normal it's a, thing. Yeah, it's a normal question. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everyone. Um, so, let's kind of go back to lacrosse here. Big, big goal scorer. You know, he's, he's a walking bucket. <laughs> what, what's your go-to celebration? My go-to celebration. Do you have one? Are you a celebrator? Um, no, you're definitely you know, a celebrator. Last year, 
I I was a big ice sweeper guy. Okay. I did that a few times, maybe too many times in one game sometimes, right. but that was usually a big go-to. Um, I guess just like celebrating with the boys. That's, right. Yeah, that's what just you gotta do. Ferdo, you know, his life, you know. I'm gonna give you some recommendations here. All right. I highly recommend the guitar. The guitar. Definitely. Mike Stevenson. Definitely bring that in. Definitely. Maybe like a. You sit on your stick and kind of like Harry Potter, like you're riding it, you know. It's Quidditch, playing Quidditch, the game of Quidditch, exactly. Yeah. Um, maybe like a bang, hit the hit the baseball, look up, home run. Right. So I don't. Just you're gonna have to definitely improve your, your celebration game. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're scoring 100 goals, like we're we're gonna need you to get at least <laughs> at least 10 of those goals have to be A plus celebrations. All right, we'll right. do. We'll do. So, what's it like to be able to just sting a corner? Because, uh, like, me personally, I've never been able to do that. So, what's it just like to sting a corner? It's not because of him not having a mullet. He just, I just he, suck. he can't do it. I just... Um, you know, it, it's a great feeling, but <laughs> nothing like putting one past the goalie off stick hip. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right. That's just that's just the grooting grinder right yeah. there. Not not even not even going for the showboat. Just the overhand bouncer off stick hip. That's those are great. Those yeah. are great finishes. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's textbook. It's textbook. Yeah, and so um, you talk about goal, scoring goals. You've had a, a couple. Your, your fair share of of scoring game winning goals here. Uh, can you quantify how much the town of Summit ate to? Um. I don't. I don't think I can put a number. <laughs> Might be a little high. Honestly, because like. But I'd say the, these younger generations of Summit don't really understand it, so it's. They will though. Yeah, they're they're, they're definitely they're well. like the county final game last year. How many? Every time that you touch the ball, they would they would boo you, right? That, yeah, that is a fact. They so do. I mean, you're just in, you own real estate in their head. We and talked to CJ he's about ripping this, stingers. the same thing. Yeah, he's Tom, ripping stingers. And I both own the town of Summit. Exactly, you yeah. own the town of it's Summit a too. Confirm it. It's a it's a co-ownership. He is co-founders. Of exactly. We sometimes rent it out too, but okay. Uh, I mean, cool. it's a, that's on occasion. You know? This year with us both playing on the same field, I think it's dangerous. Oh yeah, no, it's dangerous. Yeah. Maybe they'll maybe they'll pop back in the comment section this time. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, can they just? Send out the Raiders to the county finals. Oh, whoa! We'll we'll Scotch Plains action. Yeah. Sheesh, sheesh. So, um, kind of step into the recruiting process a little. When did this like sort of this whole process start for you? At what age were you thinking? Because lacrosse is like really yeah. early. Especially, it's, it's I mean, they just made the new yeah, rule, but especially like but, like um, when you were getting recruited, it was like eighth grade, yeah. right? Yeah. So I I started getting recruited in the middle of my freshman year, mm. and then made my decision to go to Brown at towards the end of my freshman year. So. So I mean, yeah, sick brag there. Pretty normal. What, what, made, you choose, what made you choose Brown? I think well. I always wanted to go play Ivy League lacrosse, just like my dad did, because my dad went to Penn and played. Um, so I always looked up to him. He went to Westfield, and it was always something I've wanted to do. Yeah. You know, going to Ivy League lacrosse games as like a child, like mm -hmm. watching them with my family. And I think when I stepped foot on Brown, like it seemed like the right spot for me. The coaches were awesome, and. It just, it turned out to work out well. Yeah, right. definitely. And uh, what schools gave you, like, a look or an offer? Um, can you can't release this information? I don't know. I'd say I got, like, more looks after I committed. Really? Uh, yeah. Then Damn, I didn't even know, like, yeah. that 
like they continue to recruit you after you you committed yeah like towards in the middle of my sophomore year and i mean if you're committing freshman year you get a lot of time yeah that's true year, but um, so coaches are trying to like poach you away from yeah. brown yeah i mean that was so unc is calling you up and saying like yo like larry fedora here is that no that's the football coach actually maybe he's still calling him. maybe he's still football, calling him. football guy over coach here. k is like yo like Devin, you got to get your ass down to Duke right now. ASAP. Yeah, right now. You know, you know, Whoa. Months. You got you to call from Duke, uh, Coach K? It's not Coach K. No, no, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm saying, I'm saying to Coach K, call yeah, you, being like, yeah, like, like you need to be down. How are they going to replace him? Exactly. So. Devin McLean. Yeah. There you we did, go. We you have, did have a pretty stellar football career, right? I did. Do you have some stats there? Some stats, you know. <laughs> Um, I, I was just an A1 grinder on the right. football team. On and classic, off. Classic green grinder. They threw me out there a couple times on the corner. So, Good. killed it. I think Good. I had, like, maybe like three tackles of my own and then probably 33 combined tackles see like oh, that's, that's those are great stats you don't hear that every numbers. day numbers also don't lie so i mean yeah. that's a great year i mean men, men lie women lie numbers don't numbers that's don't. i love that that's a great quote Jeez. that's a, that's a put that to, on a shirt put, quote i was about that's to a say put that. that on a quote shirt put it on a sock on a sock. Benny the Jet socks coming out soon, man. So, like, how many coaches texted you for football? Like, I know, uh, I heard, like, Bama was, like, kind of interested. Yeah, but yeah. I'd say, like, Clemson was the most interested. Clemson, Clemson. So, okay. Yeah. And for cornerback? For, they were looking for a QB, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay. Hank and was, they, like. Yeah. I mean, this year, I just kind of, Hank's, like, going through his recruiting process, so I figured I'd let him play QB. Yeah, that's right. true. So, why not? I mean, be the bigger man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, would it be the bigger man? Right? Yeah. Be the bigger man. So, in reality, how many coaches actually text you for lacrosse? Um, <laughs> I'd say it was more so coaches reaching out to my club coach okay. and then telling me they were Chuck, interested. the Chuckster? Yeah, yeah, the Chuckster. Chuck Rubling? Chucky Rubling. Gotta love Chucky um, Rubling. So, yeah, the coaches would reach out to him and then... But I was pretty set on my decision to Brown, so I told him, mm -hmm. just tell anyone who reaches out that I'm... I'm going to Brown, yeah. yeah. So like, did you like what other schools were interested? Can you can, um, can you talk about that or no? I'd say like I definitely wanted to go to Penn pretty badly, mm -hmm. like, going through and Harvard. Yeah. Um, a lot of big Ivy's. Uh, yeah. Got to be a smart kid to go Ivy, you know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We will see. And we we're uh, definitely gonna say here. That's a little bit of a. Uh, but. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, there are a bunch of schools, so. It's okay. Awesome. Yeah. It's a good process. Yeah. Cool. Sick rag. Can't, can't reveal too so much. So, what was the coolest thing that you did on a visit? Like, is it um, is it like going like take us through when a coach wants to like see you? Like, do you get to like tour the locker room? Like giving you like, gear? Yeah. No, they are not allowed to give you gear. That illegal? That's, that's an NCAA violation right there, dude. It, I mean, if you give well, like just give a, if a coach gives you like five bucks, that's like a violation. Yeah. So, so but what was the coolest thing that? No, there. What I was mean, the coolest thing like, you saw? Pretty much all of them are the same type of deal. You go, you tour the locker room, see the field, see where they practice, and then just walk around the school's campus. Oh, okay. Talk to any of the, any of the so, players, or are they kind of doing their own thing? Well, when I visited, all my schools are in, in the summer, so school isn't in session. Um, That'll so do it. To do that, but... So it's not like you're hitting the clubs around the school yeah, like no, the football guys do. So like, is this a hypothetical time? I think, I think it is hypothetical, Tom. All right. Let's, let's get into it, then. You ready for some hypotheticals? Of course. All right. You got to be ready. We got, ready. we got three here for you. Um, so, number one, if you had the ability to be invisible for a day, what would you do? I don't know. It's a, it's a tricky little question. Dude, I mean, that's why they're hypotheticals. No one like, can see you. There's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. 
There's definitely a dirty answer too, yeah, and there's no, a you know, non-dirty answer. I'm not that answer. type of guy. He's not. Respectable guy. Respect yeah. that. I think we all are here. We, we, can we all definitely agree. are. We all are. I mean, I don't know. I guess like. I feel like a lot of people would say I'm robbing a bank. Yeah, I, I was thinking that, but you know, that's not. That's you gotta be. I, mean, I wouldn't rob a bank. Just not. Geez, so, so you have high morals, yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I wouldn't do that. Okay. I don't need. I don't need to do that. So. So you're good with money. And not, not to with me, I just uh, for my moral. So would you would you like, want to be invisible for a day if you could? I'd rather fly for a day than be invisible. So now he's rewriting the question. I'm not. You can't do that. I'm not that's that's, that's not giving that's giving yourself. Well, now let's go off of your question. If you could fly, where are you gonna fly? Africa. Why? Definitely yeah. Africa. Why? And then I'd go on a safari. Just to see the animals. Yeah. You don't you don't even have to go on a safari. You could just fly around. Yeah, exactly. So you have your own safari. It's an all-22 look at the safari. Yeah, bird's eye view. Film. Bird's eye view. (laughs) Uh, I would honestly, I would go to Hawaii. Just, just. If you could fly. I would like get above a volcano that's about to erupt. The volcano erupts. How do you just know which volcano is going to erupt? Because I, I know the ground. You're just like feeling it. Exactly. I know the ground. It's like, it's one of those scenarios. You know the ground? Is that what you said? Yeah, I just like, I'm like. Till you I'm ground guy. I'm uh, exactly. Swim God. <laughs> Swim God. <laughs> All right, another one. If you're stranded on an island and you can only have three objects, what three objects are you taking? Three objects. Um, you're alone. You gotta survive. Like what type of objects am I are we thinking like? Any objects. Like if you have It can't a room. be like a boat though. Yeah. It's gotta be like yeah. I would objects. Bring, hmm. I bring a knife. Okay. okay, I like that. That's, like a, good, a, that's a good choice. Yeah. Like a machete or like a like a oh, Swiss yeah. Army knife. No, like, like a, a butter butter knife. Because like a machete can like do like what the Swiss Army knife can do, and you can. Kill, I don't know. You can kill. Me you can do a lot with a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just real peppers right there. Chipotle peppers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so my second object machete. would be maybe I'd bring a tent. Okay, that's a good one. You see, you gotta have you gotta have somewhere. That's the soft answer though. What would you do? I'm building something. You're building a adventure. Right, I'm cutting trees down with my machete, and I'm building like a like oh, a sick tree house. What if I could? Build, okay. What if I could build a cooler tree house with my tent on top? I mean, well, that that. What's you, the use of the tent then? You wouldn't have a nice balcony like I will with my tent. I mean, so if you have three objects, <laughs> and you could build your own thing. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Scratch the tent. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to, you know, give you yeah, some. I'm trying to help you out here. Um, bring a lighter. Oh, that's a good one, too. I like that one. Don't know how to start a fire without it. Yeah, exactly. Come on, dude. Okay. Everyone knows how to do that. Do you? Nah, I wish. Yeah, me too. We could probably learn that, though. Yeah, definitely. So lighter, machete. So this is just strictly survival right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're not going to bring any, like, fun, fun things. Like a TV. Like a, you know, a little lacrosse stick. Yeah. I mean, he loves, well, the, he lacks his life. Lacks his life. Can I build my own with my machete? I don't know. Can it I is the creator's game. So, right. so, so he doesn't need to because he can build it. I mean, technically you can build anything, you know? Yeah. Not no, the builder. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so, Ben. He could. I believe in you with that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm on my third. I don't know. Maybe I bring a... Uh, well, what are you thinking? I was going to say, say a water well, jug. What? Mm. I mean, I'd bring like a, a like a something that cleans dirty water and makes it clean I like water. A life straw. 
don't know what, what that is. What is a light yeah, straw? Yeah, what is that? Did you take environmental science? No. no. Ms. McLaughlin told us all about the life straw. Enviro? Do you just yeah. put it in water and you yeah, drink you, it? You can put it, get some. So I do that. That's a hack. Yeah, that is a hack. How much I'm does that thing that. cost? No clue. It's for like Jeez. people in third world countries, though. Cool. They gotta get the clean water. Yeah. It's all about Flemishian. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's actually when we learned about it. Really? Flemishian? Mm-hmm. So... We're gonna take one step away here from the hypotheticals, real quick. Tell you a little input. I like Tell you's input. Yeah. How many hours of lacrosse do you think you've played in your life? My life. If you can quantify it, because you just love the sport. Like, um, when you think of Devin McLean, you think of lacrosse and loving the sport of lacrosse. So, how many hours do you think you put in? I would say it's like it's hard to put a number on that because, especially at IMG, like there was so you played so much lacrosse. But even here. Um, Definitely hit the wall every day. I mean, you every have day. to get the stick better. Yeah, exactly. Um, trying to think. Like, every day from once school starts, or once school ends, like, so 3, count at 3.30 to, like, 7.30, I'll play lacrosse. So maybe, maybe this is a better question. How many hours in the day do you think you, like, an average day do you think you play lacrosse? I mean, especially in the spring, like now with practice, mm-hmm. I'd say like four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Just so like four and a half times. a lot of hours. Four and a half but, times 18 years. But not, Whoa, not every wow. day, though. Cause 14. Wait, no, eight, 18 years. I'm talking Kids like 18 strictly years old. in the spring. Let's get out of lacrosse like when he was in the womb. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I actually came Did up you? With came up with a mullet, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was, and one day I just woke up and just looked up to God and said, I love my country. Yeah. What? Like a bald eagle flew down. <laughs> yeah. And cut, and cut my mullet with its hands. <laughs> this was, uh, it couldn't be the day you were born because you wouldn't have hair, but it's like, it no, he had a mullet, he had a mullet coming out of the womb. No, I mean, allegedly this bald yeah. eagle. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, the eagle. My bad, my bad. And then what, like, what popped in your mind after that happened? That, then it's just said, like, let's go play lacrosse. Relax <laughs> <laughs> his life. Relax yeah. his life. <laughs> said, you have a moment now. Relax his life. flew off. Just do like, my country, man. my country, man. a great country. I'll tell you what, man. Today. I love my country, man. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you he's getting back on the Gruden voice I'll already. T- I'll tell you what, man. All right. <laughs> I love my country, man. Great country. Right, back to the hypothetical? Yep, back to the hypothetical. This is the last one. It's just the one we do with everyone. Um, just kind of kind of know what like, what you... I don't really know how to Future say. Future plans. Future plans. Future plans, I guess. Future plans for, like, how... how no, 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 that's, no, that's not the question. That's the question. not the question. That was the question. So the question is, if you had $50 million, what would you do with it? What would you buy? What would I buy? Um, I would probably buy like a nice house in like Bora Bora or something. Okay. For Bora Bora. For the family. For the family. So you're a family guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Chicks dig a family man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I'd probably buy, maybe buy a few houses around the world. Around the so world. Big house guy. Yeah. Buy a private jet. Jet. Fly the family around. Find friends. Isn't a private jet like okay. $400 million? No. No, four hundred million, dude. No I think I think a private jet to maintain. Dollars. All right, fine. Maybe I could charter a private private jet. Maybe you could build one. Oh. Whoa! With my machete. With his machete. What are we looking at here? Three million to ninety million. So, not, so maybe I was off a little bit with the four hundred million guest. You were off a lot of it with the four hundred million. Ninety million is still a lot of money. A ninety million dollar private jet. That so is private jet. Houses, Bora Bora. Anything else? 
feel like that's it. Maybe I donate some to charity. There we go. For the kids. Mm-hmm. For the, I mean, yeah. Cars for exactly. kids. You know? K-A-R-S. Plug it. Cars for kids. You know, I don't, I don't really know how to, sponsor. how do you plug, how do you plug Cars for kids? I don't know. No, that's only, for, that's only story time. Nine hundred five. Right? Yeah, story time is sponsored. So, yeah. like the story about me throwing up from laughing. That's, that's Hyundai. That's yeah. Hyundai. I forgot to say that. Sponsored by Hyundai. Sponsored yeah. by Hyundai. Story time. Yeah, and then we have one eight hundred flowers. It's just a key sponsor too, every especially every especially Valentine's Day. on Valentine's Day. So shout out one eight hundred flowers. They contacted us pretty early in the process, and uh, yeah, now, like, they they love what we do. Yeah. So I love what so, they do. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else, Ben? No, I think uh, it's been a fun time. It's definitely been a fun time. Thank yeah. you for having me on the podcast. Of course. Boys. So you're now a recurring guest. Everything you do, we got we to gotta say it to everyone. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, any goals, any stats, are you breaking the 100 goals, 100 assists? We're, we're going to have to put that on the story here. We're going to have to get you. We're going to have to plug you. Exactly. Plug you. Recurring guests. Maybe maybe you want to plug us, too. Oh, where It's going back and forth. Yeah. So, uh, mutuals, it's mutual, it's mutual plugging. Mutual, mutual plugging. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good, fellas. Let's get back to the pod. Yeah. All right, we're back. It's time for Ben's Bets Until You Takes March Madness Edition. Jed, best time of the month, best month of the year. It's March. This is March. It is officially March. It's March. March is madness. March is madness. And as we know, Jed, uh, there usually happens to be a lot of upsets in March. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter where you're from, who you are. You can beat anyone you want in March. So for this week's Ben's Bets Until You Takes, we're going to give you our two favorite upsets of the tournament, mm-hmm. and also our first round mortal locks. Yeah. But I think, like, before we do that, what do we think of the tournament this year? What do we think of the bracket? How are we liking the bracket? Honestly, like, I would have liked to seen a couple more upsets I can get behind. Like, really? Like, last year, Loyola Chicago. I'm going to keep pounding it. I had Loyola Chicago. You did. There's no team in this bracket that I'm like, okay. I'm gonna take this guy all the way, the Cinderella all the way to the top. But that's what makes it. That, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. That's what, that's what they want you to think. Exactly, and then it's like, bam, you see your mind. Bam. Hey, there you go. There we foreshadowing. Go. Foreshadowing. Right On that right. note, let's get into my first Ben's bet of March Madness. I'm taking the 13th seeded UC Irvine over for Kansas State on Friday at 2 p.m. I mean, if you ask me, 2 p.m. sounds like perfect time for an upset. Oh, you know? so it's a gorgeous, gorgeous time slot. You're getting home from school, put it on, game winner. I feel like that's what R.J. Hunter did with Georgia State a couple yeah. years ago. I, I will always remember watching that. Yeah, game. and, you know, come March, you got to love a team that can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, shooting 36% from behind the arc, something that catches my eye in March. Got to love guys who can shoot. Sheesh. Honestly, I was a little uh, surprised that they were a 13 seed. I thought yeah. that... They could have been 12, possibly 11. Well, Kansas State, too. I, I think Kansas State's a way overhyped right now, especially. You know, I think they have a couple injuries, right? Uh, yes, they do. I'll get yeah. into that in a second. Um, so, yeah, UC Irvine averaging 10.4 fast break points, which is compared to Kansas State 7. Mm-hmm. Kansas State, team that turns over the ball a lot. See so UC Irvine, you know, getting some turnovers, creating some buckets out of that. And like you said, <clears throat> they got some injuries on their hands. Dean Wade, senior. Um, he's basically the heart and soul of this, uh, this Wildcats team. And he, he missed the Big 12 tournament. And as you saw in that, they were booty. They were booty. Um, so injured ankle. And assuming he doesn't play in that first round, they're going to take the L. So mm-hmm. another thing, though, UC Irvine, they're the Anteaters. What a name. They get extra, what a nickname. They get extra points for that in my book. So That's take big it. Facts. 13 over 4, cash money, upset. 
There we go. That's I'm better. with you on that, too. I like that pick a lot because I actually like them going all the way to the Sweet 16 because wow. it's I'm like an Oregon to upset Wisconsin, too, and then it's like bingo, bango, bongo, a little bit of a one-two punch here, counter-counter yeah. punch, UC Irvine, bam, one Sweet two 16. Mayweather. Hit him with the one-two Mayweather. For my March Madness upset of the week, upset of the year, the, the year? Yale Bulldogs, the, the year, the Yale Bulldogs wow. are going to shock the world and destroy LSU. Destroy? Destroy. They're going to destroy um, by one point. point. By one point. point. Okay. They're going to destroy. That's destruction. All right, watch this. Watch this name pronunciation. Mie Oni. Mie Oni. I think you got it. Mie Oni. M I Y E Oni. I'll give it to you. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. He's about to pop off. He's averaging 18 and 7 a game. He's a legit NBA prospect on Yale. Not often you see the nerds come up with an, <laughs> a legit NBA prospect. So I'm liking I'm liking the Yale Bulldogs. Honestly, I always pick the Ivies. Yeah, you're a big. I was about to say I'm, you're I'm, I always pick the Ivies every year. Huge Ivy guy, except last year. But uh, every did year, last year, though? no, they didn't. I don't think. I don't think. I think it was Harvard. But two years ago, Princeton won. Yeah. I'm liking the Yale Bulldogs to to surprise LSU. LSU is also going with an interim coach right now. They are because their old coach was paying players, especially Nas Reed. Shout out Nas. But uh, he was. Nas is a real one. He's a, he's a real one, getting paid fifty grand a year. Yeah. According to the the guy was on the phone and he got wiretapped and he said it was a great effing deal. That's how he got caught. So yeah. way to go out, uh, coach for LSU. Not make it obvious. It'll make yeah. it, is there a chance he comes back? Do we no, I don't that? think so. He's he's done for the year. So they have an interim head coach. Never like to see that in the NCAA tournament. You like to see a, a head coach with ex- some experience. I'm liking the Yale Bulldogs to pull off the upset. Always pick the Ivies. Bingo, bango, bongo. Yale Bulldogs upset of the year. Hate to March say Madness. It. I hate to say it, Jeff, but I'm, I'm going to disagree with this. No, one. I mean, you're wrong. I mean, this is a 14 seed about to beat a 3 seed. Upset of the year. I'm right. Ben's wrong. We're going to see on, uh, I think it's it's the second game. This is a 12-40 start. Be there, be square. Go watch the game. Yale Bulldogs oh, upset of the year. I have my Sweet 16 because Belmont's going to upset Maryland, too. I'm a big upset guy. Yeah. Belmont's going to upset Maryland. They're going to win the playing game, upset Maryland, and they're going to lose to Yale. Yale Bulldogs, book it right now. Book it. Sweet 16 for you. Book right. it. It's a take. It's a take. Uh, wrong, but it's a take. Nope, it's right. So now that we did our upsets. Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to reveal too much of our brackets because, you know, yeah, they're I mean, obviously Because we're, we're right, exactly. We're going to win so a million dollars in We don't want to uh, let all you guys know what the perfect bracket right. is this year. We're going to try to keep it on even the though, Even though we have different opinions, we'll both still be right. Exactly. We're, po- we're both going to be perfect, okay. even though we have completely right. opposite views on so a lot of stuff. So, you heard the upsets. Now let's go to the teams that... We're feeling pretty confident about it. Yes, in the, the first mortal round. lock, the March Madness mortal lock in the first round. Yes, and those are these are the teams that we're guaranteeing will not get upset. And hold on, I think I think to make this a guarantee, we got to do something special. All right, let's hear. It. If if our guarantees has to hit, if they don't hit, we got to do something like a pot in the face, the cinnamon challenge. We have to do something so that people know we're legit. We're, we should, we're let, betting. We should let the people decide. We should let the people decide. So we're going to let you decide. We're going to put a poll on the Instagram. I love that. What are we going to do if one of our mortal locks loses? This should not be a problem, though. 
Because we are picking. Because it's the mortal lock. Exactly. We're confident with. We're saying we're my mortal lock is going to the final four. So there that. we go. The first round. So I, I have a crystal Locking ball. In. I have an. I'm an oracle. I know I'm exactly what's going to happen. No, especially, I'm an oracle. Especially on All Star Weekend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then going full oracle. Right, on so let's weekend. let's get into it. Yep. We're going to get into it. Texas Tech and Northern Kentucky. This is a game I look at. I watch Northern Kentucky in their in their uh, conference tournament. Yeah. Honestly, don't think they're good at all. Don't even know how they made the tournament. It's a take. And they probably won their, uh, their, their conference. That is what they did. That exactly. Is, that is indeed how they got in. So they're known to be a team that relies on turnovers and fast break points. And if you've ever watched Texas Tech play, that's not the way they, they do with things. You know, they're moving the ball constantly. Very, very good with ball control. You know, they, they're they one of those teams that they never do, like, they won't lose because they do something wrong. It's just other teams will do it better. So they're not going to mess up. Um, I expect this game to just... Woo! Voice crack! Was that a voice crack or not? <laughs> a little. I'll, I'll, I'll give it. No, sorry, good call. Guys. Good call. It could have been... Could have I, been, I, could thought have been. It was, I thought it was a lot Did you have a voice crack on the... Or? No, that was, just, that was just me getting hyped for your voice crack. Okay. You sure? We'll, we'll, check, we'll check the tape. Okay. We'll read this to it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe like a little. But all right. Anyway. Um, so Texas Tech is going to absolutely slaughter. Uh, don't be surprised if it's a blowout. There you have it. Ben's bet. Um, my March Madness Immortal Lock of the first round. Red Raiders. Let's get it. Uh, my Immortal Lock of the first round is going to be Florida State. This is a Final Four team. They're looking really good. They beat Gonzaga last year. Right? Right. Last year. New year. Well, New Year, New Florida State, except for the fact that they're also going to beat Gonzaga again, except for the fact that they're not going to play Gonzaga. So that was a little little bit of a twisty turn. So I'm looking at Florida State, right? Right. Florida State basketball. They're solid. Mm -hmm. They're a whole lot of solid. They're playing Vermont on Thursday at 2 p.m. Talk about 2 p.m. It it, uh, is a... Time for upsets. Not in this case. Mortal lock. Florida State's just, they got a lot of talent. They can also shoot the ball, too. They got height. They got size. They got speed. They got everything. They're going to be a Final Four team. Lock it in. Mortal lock of the week. Mortal lock of the first round. Florida State. The Seminoles. Over Vermont. That is my mortal lock of the week. You know, I have they some, can they can hit free throws. I have some weird, like inner feeling that somehow Vermont's no, in this game. No, I mean Vermont. Hey, man, you gotta love it's a, a gut small feel. state. You gotta love gut feeling. Coming out, coming out of nowhere to shock the world. You know, it's like the seven footer from Lithuania at the yeah. end of the bench. Yeah. You never know when he's when he's gonna strike, but uh, it's a not cold today. Cold place versus a warm place. Cold places always win. Warm teams never adapt. Have no even idea what the even, fuck you just said. Even but. though it's indoor, you know what? Like if they're saying, I remember it was the bowl game. It was it was football, so it's different. But it was Michigan versus Florida. So yeah. they're saying, or no, it was um, the Wisconsin. Who did Wisconsin play? Oh, in the um, they played some warm team. Oh, Miami, Miami. Miami. They played them in the the pinstripe bowl. Yeah, they couldn't handle the cold. So <laughs> hey, man, the assuming conditions. It's, assuming it's a cold gym, except for the long. fact that it's inside. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, those are our Mortal Locks of the Week. Mortal March Locks Madness. of March Let's Madness. Go, we are super pumped for March Madness. We created a bracket. If you guys still want to be in the bracket, it's ten dollars. You still have time. You can Venmo Ben or I, or I. Great grammar there. Uh, you can you can Venmo either one of us. 
You can pay us anyway. We have about 50 people in it right now. If you win, probably, you will be able to come on the pod. Talk about your picks. Talk about whatever you want for around 10 minutes. It's going to be a lot of fun, bonus, though. bonus feature. Little, yeah, it's a, it's a little extra nugget. You're going to want to win. And we're putting a poll on the Instagram saying, what do we got to do if one of our mortal locks what we gotta do? lose? Except for the fact that they're not going to lose because they're mortal locks. Yeah. So. But if they did, somehow, in some yeah. some planet, some way, shape, or form, you'll make us do, do something crazy. Yeah. All right. Time for your question of the week? I think so. So, question of the week. Would you rather be able to control fire or water? Fire or water? Like, this is like, it's ringing like Avatar in my head. Yes, it's Avatar. Fire. Water. Isn't that the intro for Avatar? Yeah. Rock. Is it? Wait, is it? I think it's rock. No, no, it's it's earth. uh, It's earth, wind, wind, earth, wind, fire, and water. Earth, wind, and fire. Yeah. Is that the. What are you taking? What? Uh, The what? They sing uh, September. Earth, wind, and fire. What the hell are you talking about? Do you remember? I'm telling you, they sing that. I'm going, uh, give me water. Why? Give me agua. Um, Dude, I'm I'm liking fire. There's a lot of water on the planet. (laughs) That's your your big argument, that there's a lot of water on the planet. And if I can control all of it. That's so easy to just make a fire, though. You can just... Imagine being, like, I would be the greatest fireman in the world. But if, if my fire can overpower your water, then I will just die. Is that like... When the winter that, solstice comes in, uh, <laughs> like, in Avatar, oh my god, you're donezo. I mean... You're donezo. Are, I'm, are we in Avatar, though? Yes, we are. Wow, that's a take. <laughs> Avatar is... I don't, I the, I don't know where I'm going. Little, gotta get the little arrow, you know? The little Wind. Wind. Fire. Fire. Water. Water. Rock. Rock. No. Is it I, rock? I don't even know what it is. No, it's earth. earth. Earth, yeah. Do it again. Earth. ASMR. Wind. Fire. Water. I'm liking, I'm liking <laughs> fire, though. Honestly, like, Do I think... Wind. No. <laughs> like, wind fire... If I could be, like, control fire, I would probably be the most powerful man in the universe. Not a, when I'm controlling water and no, I'm just putting I, fire out. But if I, what if it's like, what if it's like a California wildfire versus a bunch of firefighters? So can, if you control fire, can you, you could put out fire? Like, or are you just, yeah, no, I can, no, I can like put it out and also like exhaust it. Exhaust it. Exhaust it. A fire. I'd be Batman for, for fire. I'd be, I'd be the, you'd be a fireman. I'd be the, the. The yeah. Batman version of a fire guy. If I can control water, what's the fire? What's the fire superhero? The, um, in the Fantastic Four, okay. I don't even know. The guy that's just fl- like fire. I mean, that would be me though. That, like, how dope would it be to just just cruise on on fire? Wait, so okay, are you like boom boom? <laughs> that's that what it sounds like. That's exactly exactly what it sounds like. It's <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing but with water. All right, so hear me out here. Yeah, there's a lot of you know a lot of people in the earth that are. Unfortunate, they don't have the water they need to live. Okay. I can help them out. You, on the other hand, if you're having fire, what are you gonna do for those for the people in uh? People need fire to live. Poverty. You ever you ever walk up to a homeless guy like shit like you're cold, fire, bam. Just now, solved all the world's problems. Can I make can I make world warm? peace is just achieved? Can I make warm water? Control fire. Can I control the? You can control any. It's everything. Everything about uh, everything can I about make water. ice or is that not included? No, that's not included. 
that I was going to say. You're not Mr. Freeze, right? Frozone. Wait, what's it got? Frozone. 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 Frozone from Honey, where's my super suit? I said, <laughs> where's my super suit? Love that guy. So, uh, I think that's it. I'm going fire. You're going water. Aqua. Big aqua guy. Yep. Got to hydrate. Hydrate up. I, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah. Um, for the future, we're going to come out with a couple. We have a couple new segments in mind that um, we're going to do here to try to spice things up. We, we realize we've been doing a lot of questions of the week and, you know, we've had a, a lot of a lot of fun with that. But we're going to try to try to mix it up, try to continue to do question of the week, but also get in some new stuff, try to create extra content. We've been I feel like we've we've said we, we, we have a couple extra content ideas yeah. coming, but for like three weeks, but we really do. We have a lot of extra content stuff. Unfortunately, our conspiracy theory guy got a concussion, which yeah, sucks. You hate to see it. That's something you hate to see. He'll be on eventually. He, he's going to be on eventually. Um, and also, just to sort of put this in here, Sherm was unable to make it to the second half, so he was not able to let us know whether he would go fire or He would water. definitely go fire, though. You do agree with me. No, I feel like he's no, going water. No, no. We'll ask him. Okay. And also, um, update on the merch. It has been purchased. has been ordered. It's on the way. Keep you guys updated. Um, we did get extras, so if there's anyone that wants to buy a shirt, um, mm -hmm. DM us, snap us, text us. Yeah, and always, always definitely, like, DM the Instagram page, tweet us at the, at the Twitter. We love fan interaction uh, for the two fans that listen to this. The, the whole thing, yeah. I mean, this is good. I don't know who's going to listen to this because it's like a freaking hour and a half. But it's the longest spot of the career. We needed to make it long just because there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. Um, Odell, March Madness, yeah. Dev McLean. Solid interview. A lot going on. Yeah, we have a, a couple really good interviews coming up, though, that we we're looking to have planned soon. A lot of really good content. Um, good episode. Yeah, you got anything else to say? I mean, I think the only thing I got left to say is Ariba Dirks. We'll see you guys later. Deuces.